0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Scientific Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Lucas Berry, joined by the one, the only, Mister Darren Treesberry Jr. and Darren. I understand you had an experience today, just like I did. You got to watch the last five minutes of the U.S. soccer game against Iran today, and mm-hmm. uh, you recovered from your heart rate being like a bajillion from
1: after the uh, last few minutes. I-
2: yeah, uh, on top of the fact that I was actively pushing my heart rate on a workout <laughs> bike, um, I was not. I, thank God, <laughs> I
1: was
2: sitting there, and I, I, I come in, and I was questioning why, because it was on Fox Sports One, and I was like, okay, I know I don't follow much at all, but I know that USA Iran is playing right now, so why is England versus Wales on? Um, that match finished, and it went straight into the last nine minutes of, of the, uh, USA game.
0: Uh, match. My uh, my theory <clears throat> is this: you've told me that they've shown uh, 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 first take. Not not first take. Uh, undisputed on in your gym before, right? Yeah, I do believe they have. Yes. Okay. So my theory is that they basically locked that TV on FS one, and no one bothered to change it. And the U.S. won Big Fox. That's why mm. no one even bothered to think. Let's turn on Big Fox. Yeah, yeah
1: he,
0: that's my that, that's my theory.
2: I that would make sense considering every TV that was showing uh, a match, it was all the same one. And you know there were ah, there might must be twenty TVs along that wall. Um, so yeah, that 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 would make sense.
0: Well, at least one thing makes sense today because what we're about to talk about, <laughs> some of this is not going to make a whole lot of sense, such as Shane Lyons uh, speaking hobby coach of War Metro News on Monday. And in the process of doing this, he took every shot he possibly could and then mm-hmm. he fired back. He fired back at Dr. Gee, he fired back at the interim director of athletics, uh, Rob Balsop, he basically defended uh, high, uh, giving Neil Brown a big contract extension. He basically said, look, I'm the scapegoat for the reason this football game is not doing well, and then a <laughs> lot of other things. So we can go into this stuff a little bit more in detail, but I just wanted to – I sent you the article. I wanted to know what you thought of this because I'll be honest with you. I didn't picture St. Lyons as being this kind of guy. I really mm-hmm. didn't. I thought we'd never hear from him again.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, it was very, very interesting. I was trying to read through some of it. I was just thinking – Um, like, I don't know exactly, uh, I was basically sitting there trying to point out what, what, what was really an excuse and what was probably just lying out your ass. Um, and then, you know, trying to also see what I could understand at it, like in terms of actually going, all right, well, fail, whatever, you know, trying to piece about what I can and things that didn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, the, he argues, he, he makes the argument that he gives the contract extension to Brown. And this was what? After year two, they win the bowl game. They are what, six and five? Six and year? four. Six and four that year. They didn't play uh, Oklahoma.
0: Also, what about six
2: and five? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um And he gives the extension, and he claims it was because other schools were reaching out to him, or supposedly asking about him. Right, South Um, Carolina
0: and Auburn, which I remember us talking about that.
2: uh, I I do not, but either way, I, I still sit and question, why would they, like, I don't know, you just... I don't know. It doesn't make a, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me in, in general, but it's like, do you really think they will, if if it is indeed true there, of course, were they really that much of a threat? I mean, would you really, I mean, what now this, this is a stupid question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Cause I basically am answering it to myself. Would you really go to a school and then dip out a year later for another school?
0: It, um, uh, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it is the SEC. Yeah. But I mean, come
2: on. It's, it, yeah, yeah, that that was my thought to myself as soon as I went to ask the question. But might as well finish, finish the question. You know, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. um, you saw these people I always want to so,
1: finish questions.
2: <laughs> so there's that. There's um, you know, there's the um. See, apparently he was texted by Guy before. Right, said, I had the quote right in like, front of me. They, basically, there's no one else to, I'd rather go through this with, or basically no one else who I'd rather go through this with. Let's get let's get it done effectively. And that was that was
0: two weeks before it
2: was fired. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, uh, well, what was what, what? Like, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that, other than. I mean, there's, there have been a lot of other questionable things with Guy one way or another, not that I'm going to bring any of them up, but historically, a lot of questionable calls one way or another with him, Uh, regardless, like, just over his future, or over his history, Uh, I won't, I I can't recall them off the bat, but I've, I've looked into it before, Um, and I'm like, okay, well, I I I don't I don't know what that means, right? Like, all right. So something happened within two weeks that you've screwed up, and now he's like, all right. Well, maybe I was wrong, or he's really is throwing you under the bus, or. And I'm not saying I'm a, I'm against lions, right? Both I think you, both of us were on the on the side of. He should be the last one to go if, if, if he was to go because the, there are others who should go before him, basically. Um, the ball coach. Yeah. And th- I think the, the only thing that I really could understand out of all of it was the criticisms ag- on the, the NIL, not being as
0: gung ho on the NIL stuff. Well, um, let, let me read some of the, uh, the Metro News article about the NIL. Because that's important. There's important context here that I want to make sure we get right. Yeah. Okay. But let's, let's, let's figure this out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm reading directly from Metro news article. Lee Lyons also said, gee, i quote, Lyons also said that he felt he indicated, indicated he felt that former athletic director need to be more aggressive in keeping up with the current landscape of college athletics of mu- of which much centers around student athletes, profiting from name of image and likeness. However, Lyons Lions said the athletic department and coaches could not do much more promoting Country Roads Trust for funding because of the federal Title IX funding stipulates schools must match dollar for dollar when funding male and female athletes. There could be Title IX violations due to Country Roads Trust being geared more towards male athletes. And then this is a quote from Lyons in said article. They wanted our coaches to be more involved in the promotion of that. And from what I understand, they wanted us to be more involved in identifying potential donors and fundraising aspects of that Lion said. We can do education, we can do tax and contract litigation and all that for our student-athletes. But making the deals themselves, we can't get involved with. If we start making the deals ourselves, identifying actual sponsors to get people, or get people to the trust, then it starts getting closer and closer to that that you, as an athletic department, are involved in that could run Title IX implications. It's all done if it's all done by them. It's not an issue. Based on the conversation with President Gee, I think he thought we needed to be more aggressive in that area. Close quote.
2: So, so
0: basically,
2: what comes out of it is, if I, as the school, because the trust, the trust itself is is affiliated, but it's not. Ran by the school. It's not a
0: West Virginia it, University product. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's there to help university athletes, but it's not ran by the university. It's not funded by the university. It's it's not any of anything outside of we were created to help West Virginia University athletes. Right. Um. And then what I get out of it is. So, because of this, they are not—they're not subject to Title IX because they're not a university; in, they're not a
0: an affiliate. So right. Title not, IX was supposed yeah. to, is supposed to regulate actions on a college campus. Mm-hmm. So people are not on the campus, don't have university jobs, don't have to report to Guy or anyone else on the board directors. Yeah. So the the basically the
2: statement he uh, the defense he's making is that. If I me, a coach, anyone associated basically with the university were to essentially aid them in bringing in funding or allocating the funding, then if I'm not making sure that if I have a thousand dollars, five hundred goes to a student a, a male student athlete, five hundred goes to a a qualify I'm going to say qualifying because I'm you know imagine it ones that are qualify for Nil deals and five hundred go to a female athlete, then I am now violating title nine. Yes. Gotcha. Which on this borderline of uh, watered down, effective uh, overview it, that I, I, from what I can tell, I understand it's that that's a perfectly fair. And even if there's muddy waters there legally, you don't want to tread that, right? You just don't play want to. You don't. Yeah, play it safe and let them handle it. You know, if, if they will set up, if they set up to perform this function, let let them do that. And if the higher ups allegedly do not understand that, then
0: that's a different conversation. Exactly. But very yeah, I mean, really though,
2: I it, I definitely did not really expect to hear much else of it, of any of the situation. Uh, once he was gone, I uh, I just figured it would be hush hush. Let's go be on with our lives. Something of this, of uh, something of the sort.
0: Now, something else he also said, and I thought this was really interesting, is that he would have given Brown another year. He would not have fired him. And the reasons that he gave was, um, again, this another quote from him, quote, I would want to keep him. I think he checks every box that we're looking for as a head coach. Unfortunately, uh, the big box that he needs to check is to win more football games. I believe that's coming in the future. Right now, he's a bit below 500, but you look at it and say, can we build off this? The answer is yes. It can be built off. of. It's a process. It's not going to happen instantaneously, especially some of the players that he inherited and so on. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot longer when people look at it as a three- or four-year thing, close quote. Here's here's my rebuttal to him.
2: He did Troy in less time than he had here, right?
0: And Troy was arguably in a much worse spot.
2: Yeah. Um, Look at Kansas, how relatively quickly they're going to a bowl game. TCU's is playing for the Big Twelve Conference TCU, yeah. with the first year head coach. Yep, they, they're undefeated. They fired their legacy, uh, the legend, head coach. They
0: fired a guy who can sing and coach football. What more evidence do you hmm. need? That
1: come on.
2: Yeah, so you don't don't tell me that. It, no, I'm not expecting it to be done every time, right? I'm not. I'm not expecting that to be the norm. Don't tell me that it's not possible, especially given that Brown had already done it. Yes, I we both have given the benefit of the doubt in terms of the cupboards were cleaned when Dana left. They were cleaned. They were empty. He knew what he was leaving when he left,
1: and it that's was what, nothing.
0: That's why he left. It wasn't just that Houston, he wanted a dream job. It's he knew, okay, I may be fired, and this team is going to be awful. I'm getting the hell out of here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that I give them. But it comes down to everything else that could have been done already to have prevented most of this from ever occurring. And we've highlighted it multiple times. And it was decisions that were almost entirely on Neil Brown. Timeout problems is a reason why we've memed that to death. Absolute just general waste of any talent he brings in. Yes, he has brought in talent, but what has he done with it? What has he actually been able to do with this talent that he's brought in other than basically get them injured? Or I'm not going to say that he has caused them to be injured, but other than then be injured or then or dip out for the transfer portal or both
0: and waste and waste the five star quarterback. Yeah, and waste a five star quarterback. Like, it, it has
2: been nothing but, yes, you're bringing in talent. It's been nothing but excitement for said talent, excitement for how this can go up, excitement for trusting the climb, seeing the climb. But there's the problem there has been no climb. There has been a consistent plateau.
0: And that plateau is not all that high. No, it's a very low bar. And if you tell yourself
2: that, oh yeah, I can get better, well, you know, a shiny pile of shit is still a pile of shit.
0: <laughs> Again, one of those times I really love the fact they took the filter off. <laughs> uh, I can't... I didn't find in the article that I was reading, but I remember seeing something that basically said that he views this year's year two for Neil Brown. And that's why he would have given him another year. Another year's like, okay this upcoming 2023 years, you're year three. And he basically takes those pandemic years and pushes them aside. I'll give him 2020, but I can't give him 2020.
2: No, I'll, I'll give him the actual pandemic year that everyone got, but, e- but, but that's, that's why I can kind of not necessarily give it to him because everyone got it. Everyone dealt with the same struggles that pandemic year and Teams that you wouldn't have expected to come out of it came out of it, right? I mean, if everyone's on the same playing field, then your struggle means nothing.
0: Yeah, really. I mean,
2: we can we can be lenient, we can be kind of lenient for everyone, but then again, it's it's it doesn't mean you're any better off or any worse off. You're just there. the The only thing you can't control is the fact that. You didn't, you know, a game was canceled that otherwise wasn't your fault. A, a player on your team didn't like right? the, the Oklahoma. Well, wait, was it West Virginia player or was it Oklahoma? I think and
0: it was Virginia Oklahoma first, and then we found out later on the week at WVU. I, th- I think so. I think so. So, it, those types of
2: things you can't necessarily control that you just don't think, you lose an entire game.
0: So, I think, oh, you had a problem the last week, the week before. And then there was some debate about whether or not they were going to be able to go to WVU. And then, like it was still not great. And then WVU had came up and like, okay, well, forget we're no help here. Mm-hmm. I I think that's what happened. I think. Either way, the game wasn't played. And again, I say again, thank God it wasn't, because that WVU team would have killed that West Virginia team.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it really would have.
0: Speaking of Oklahoma and West Virginia, how about Oklahoma and If There's one thing we can say about this season is that we are state of Oklahoma champs. <laughs> That's the only thing we can say about this yeah. year. Ain't much, but we can say it. Yeah, I mean... We beat, we beat Virginia Tech, and we beat two Oklahoma schools, and we beat Towson, and we beat Baylor. Here's the, yeah. and
2: they, there's the weird thing that, that no one would have expected. You 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 tell me that they beat Baylor, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State in I'm the exact same season, and yeah, and I'm thinking we're going to a Big Twelve title game, but no, it's a repeat of all the other bad seasons we've had, and it, it was just another what could have been because that has been basically all of what Neil Brown's tenure has been, what could have been, because of. Because of sketchy coaching decisions and weird momentum shifts caused by his decisions, that have cost games, mini games that otherwise would have put this team into an upper upper mid tier, you know, at this point in his tenure at WVU, they would be in the conversation for a Big Twelve title. By this point If All of those things weren't done I yeah. mean we've already pointed out There were I mean it was already obvious There were two Two Games That were completely That were just totally botched Because of Questionable coaching decisions That Essentially for, Forced JT Daniels into mistakes And, and others But you know, it was basically on the hands of a p- interceptions that ended the game. So, basically thrown on JT
0: Daniels' shoulders for... And they were the first two games of the season. Like, look, that should have been the key. Like, something's not right here.
1: hmm And
0: just think about it. If you go into that Towson game 2-0, you beat Towson, you beat Virginia Tech, you're 4-0 going to Texas. Yeah. You're probably ranked. Like, you've got something going here. And then all of a sudden, you limp in there at 2-2. and you, congr- you congratulations, you beat up Towson. You're supposed to beat up Towson. Yeah. Congratulations, you beat a really bad version of your tech team. What do you fucking do? And then you go to Texas and you get shit on. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on. It, this, this is there so much bad about this program. Yeah.
2: It, it, it's just, it's, it's even, and it's even funnier because it's, you're, you were getting obliterated by teams who you. Sh- Probably should have had some com- competition with, or you will kind of barely scraping by teams that otherwise would ha- should have obliterated you. It was ve- it's very weird, very weird. I mean, up even in the
0: West Virginia football, Maybe the points don't matter. Yeah, uh,
2: it's just another you. I'll say what I've said before and what basically everyone else is is going to continue saying. And we'll see it next year, very obviously. Neil Brown has single-handedly sucked the life out of every Mountaineer fan in existence. He has taken away our ability to be genuinely excited about a Mountaineer football weekend. And I'm seeing it reverberate Everywhere it's it's hard to be optimistic about the people he's bringing in because now I'm just questioning will they be wasted too? And will they be they realize they were wasted and dip out in a year?
0: We have like Donaldson had a chance to be one of the best running backs to come through that school in forever, and now we're losing him. Mm-hmm. I guarantee if this seems more competitive, if he stays. Yeah, and it should have been more competitive. I mean, let's just face it. Texas has not been all that great. Yeah, they're better than they were, but I'm not going to give Texas credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still ain't back. <laughs> no, they still, they still not back. You should have beaten Pitt. Should have beaten Kansas. They should have. They should have at least been seven and five, going to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. The absolute worst. Yeah, probably should have been more competitive with Texas. Should have beaten TCU. Uh, yeah, that's that's eight, the, eight four. that's eight the and That's the thing. Eight and four, we wouldn't have been like. Oh my god, this is great! But we'd have taken eight and four, wouldn't we? That would have been the
2: best of the of Neil Brown's tenure, and I yeah. I would an eight and four would have really shown me that they're starting to reach that climbing point. They're actually making headway because they they've literally improved over the norm. That would show me, like two those three games would have shifted the entire landscape of where this program where anyone feels like this program is going to be going yeah and it also might have saved us a couple players to the to, to the transfer portal
0: yeah I mean like this is you like, this look at the losses okay let's just take let's take a look once you got out of the first week okay you might should have beaten Kansas State that game was the score of that game doesn't indicate how close that game really was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't a 17-point game. Just like Iowa State was not a 17-point game, 31-14, that was you getting your ass kicked at Iowa State. Like There was nothing good about that game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely nothing good about it. Then you got, t- like, We should have been TCU. You didn't show up at, at Texas Tech. Like, but here's the thing: No, nothing your team does. Don't feel all that bad about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that we that was
2: 100% them proving everything we thought at that point. Like, that was when you knew you were going to be proven right.
0: <laughs> right, like I knew. Like going, like I even told Dad's like weird things happen when we go to Lubbock. Don't don't get don't think twice. Like this, this game is not going to go well. <laughs> like weird things happen when we go down there, and it's the mm-hmm. same stuff. I I said it here, and I'll say it now. It's the same damn thing. Quarterback, backup quarterback who's from there comes in. We're not prepared in the backup quarterback has like one good game against us. It's mm-hmm. the same damn script every single time we go down there.
2: Yep. It's
0: like they plan it. <laughs> right. It's like, can we please, I said it, I'll say it again. Can we please get a starting quarterback, a solid starting quarterback from like California when we go down there in, in 2024? Can we please have that? Is I don't want to be like, oh, you know, oh, great, just whatever. I don't want to be, oh, great, there's another backup quarterback. Hey, what's their backup? Oh, shit, they got a guy from Lubbock playing. Oh, damn. He's a kid from Lubbock. He's a backup quarterback. Well, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. Then, I guess we all said, should have beaten Pitt, should have beaten Kansas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They could have been eight and 4 Yep, it really could have been. It is,
2: and as uh, as the <sighs> the elders have spoken,
0: coulda, shoulda, woulda. Uh huh. <laughs> mhm. That's pretty <laughs> much it. I mean, it, it really is. I hate to say it, but it, it it's true. Mhm. So, I'm gonna ask one simple question here, and it's not one I really want to get too far into detail of, but I will still ask it. They beat Kansas State and not Kansas. They beat Oklahoma State to end the season out there in in Stillwater. I'm working on the assumption that Neil Brown will be back, as I have seen no indication to believe otherwise. Mm-hmm. How much does this help going into next season? A, a solid win on the road. You actually mm-hmm. showed up on the road for once. Uh-huh. You get a win. You get a feel good win going into the off season. It it helps. I mean. It, it, there's there's
2: basically no way it can't help and other other than and I'll say what my my friend said when uh, uh I replied to his snap uh, his snapchat um he said I said holy crap they won i how who would have thought and he said i'll take I'll take the win but I almost wish they would have lost because now we're almost sure to keep Neil brown for another year. It's a good point. <laughs> um, but there's there, there's the off chance that some, something truly builds from this. I am, I'm not confident at all that it will. So I will not even make the declarative statement that it will. But all we can do is hope at that point. And I, I'll That's just, my
0: job. You be the pessimist. And I'll
2: just keep saying I'm tired of hoping. That's all this team has given us for the last decade is hope. And they flounder it every time.
0: <laughs> yeah, they kind of do. I- I'll say this I think this helps, but I will qualify it. Excuse me. As long as Garrett Green is in the program, it helps. Mm-hmm. If he leaves, there's a completely new slate. And that's the only way this helps. I. Because yes, be... Marky all played, mm-hmm. but Derek Green is the guy of the future here. And if anyone's talking otherwise, including Neil Brown, they mm-hmm. are wrong.
2: Yeah. the The one thing I saw was that the um was yes, Green got hurt at one point, but there was he goes, he scores the first drive, right? Was it the first drive or the? uh second either way the, yeah. the drive they score and put then put the first points up on the board then the following drive Brown throws markio in
0: I think I I tried to petition this game but there was some other stuff going on around the house I didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to catch as much as I would have liked but I still watched the game but I think that's how it went i, yeah. I, I I'm it's like, I'm fairly sure that's what it was it, because that pretty much just
2: Shows exactly how Neil Brown keeps sabotaging this team. They, yeah, they won this game, but he keeps finding every way to just make the weirdest decisions at the worst possible moments. You just went down and scored. Garrett Green's lighting him up, apparently, in some way, shape, or form. And then you just switch him out. And then, like, what part of that?
0: makes any sense to be fair though and I I, I have to qualify this you and I both said it it doesn't matter like this game means nothing you yeah the, throw Mikey all in
2: in the, the my see my ass- but I, we were both operating on the assumption that he was just gonna be starting be done with it get it over with and fair and go with it, right? You put green in, you kind of give the feeling that you're actually trying to win this game, in in, in a way. Yeah. But yes, we both expected him to be in, but I didn't expect him to be in in this type of situation that he was put in. I can give you that. Uh, I can give you that. In in general, though, I'm not against. I, I, I'm not. I'm still not against the idea of him him having been in. And yes, it didn't technically hurt because they won. But everyone is questioning it. And in most in most Neil Brown fashions, that loses them the game, in a game that they otherwise would have won.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I can give you that. I can, I can give you that. <sighs> Bottom line is this season is over. And I don't know about you, but thank God.
2: Yes. I'm ready to just Forget the, after this, I'm just ready. Forget the
0: season happened. I'm on. I'm on just... the basketball, man. I'm moving on to basketball. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I have a basketball game tomorrow night, so I have to move on. <laughs> like I've got stuff to do. That's where I was at last night. I was at Colefield Conference Media Day. I was interviewing basketball players, wrestlers. I was doing the whole thing. Thing is, I never actually watched a wrestling match before. So I was like, I was interviewing wrestlers, and I'm like, look, I don't know a damn thing about your sport. I'm just going to ask you generic questions to get and get get on. <laughs> they were nice about though. They really were. They were. They were. They were great. So, unlike WVU, there are games to be played this weekend. Conference championship weekend is upon us. And before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about the college football playoff here. As we get go, no, you no, know what? I, I take it back. We are going to talk about the championship games first. I do, I do beg your pardon on that. Let me pull up the uh, the conference championship schedule because I love saying it like that. <laughs> yeah, let's see, FBS weekly. Whoa, whoa, FBS championship games. Okay, uh, let's see here. I'll run through the championship games and you tell me. Which of these games seems the most interesting to you? And then we'll go into the playoff committee. I think I know which one you are going to say, but I also I, we'll see. Friday, North Texas at UTSA in the Conference USA Championship Game, the Pac twelve game number eleven Utah at number four USC versus number four USC. That game's in Las Vegas. Saturday, Kansas State TCU at Jerry World, Toledo versus Ohio in the MAC. The Sun Belt is Coastal Carolina at Troy, the American Athletic Conference championship game, UCF at Tulane. How about Tulane getting the first ever conference championship game in school history? Congratulations to the—they're uh, called the Green Wave. Uh, I think so, yeah. Fresno State at Boise State in the Mountain West game. The SEC Championship game, number 14, LSU at number one, Georgia. versus number one, Georgia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This, and then the uh, ACC Championship game, number nine, Clemson versus number 23, North Carolina. And then the Big Ten Championship game, Purdue, boiler up against Michigan. Which game do you really want to watch this weekend? Well, I, I would –
2: pretty much go with the fact that it's obvious, but George LSU for sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say that would be the fun one.
0: That's what I would go. That's why I thought you would say. I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm going to go Utah USC. Mm-hmm. And the that, reason was... I because I think Utah can beat USC.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that would go... I think I'm going to go on the line here and say Utah will beat USC.
1: Ooh-hoo.
0: I'm going to make a prediction. Utah... Will beat USC. And here's the thing if I'm not mistaken, they've already done it this year. I'm not mistaken. I think that's USC's only loss is to uh, is to Utah. Yes, they lost 43 42 in Utah
1: mm-hmm.
0: in October. So it's not at, not on the road, but it's a neutral site game. But even then, Las Vegas, like, pff, especially happens in the two schools. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I, uh, I, I think Utah will beat USC. And because of that, all hell will break loose in the playoffs. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. And I am here
0: for chaos.
2: Chaos? I'll I'll take it. I'll take the chaos because that's what it's been the last yeah. couple weeks.
0: Now let's talk about those playoff committee rankings. Number one is Georgia, number two, is Michigan number three, is TCU. As we mentioned earlier, USC number four, Ohio State five, and Alabama checking in number six in the land. Does that seem all right to you? That's about where I, I thought it was going to be
2: um, beforehand because um, Ohio State lost to the number three team in the land, so I didn't expect them to drop very far at all. Um, and TCU – absolutely handled um uh were they playing Iowa state? Yes, 62 yeah. nothing. So that like, Georgia they they wallop Georgia Tech
0: but they you know short that, of a that that game actually was like at one point it was 17-7 in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Like they pulled away late but that was not a convincing win from the start.
1: Yeah.
2: So it was pretty obvious that they weren't moving from number one. Michigan was not taking number one, but they were definitely going to take number two, and then TCU was going to move up. I I didn't wouldn't have expected you know USC to jump any further than four, um, and also I wouldn't have expected Bama to move up any because I didn't because Ohio State was not moving any further. They were going to jump out of the four out of the top four, and I wouldn't have been surprised had they been at number four. Uh, and USC had still been sitting out at number five. Um, but I think you and I both le- leaned more towards Ohio State being on the bubble afterwards. Um, so no, I'm not. I'm not really at all surprised with the with how they've set out the top six.
0: I'm not either, but. The, the biggest question to, to me is not about the top four as much as this because I don't think like Georgia and Michigan are pretty much untouchable. They're not neither of them is going to lose their championship game. Like Purdue is not beating Michigan and you have to lose to A&M. It's not going to beat Georgia. They're just not. Unless you got hit because they beat Alabama and Alabama was only was that only game was an overtime. Like if Bama wins that game, they win the SEC West. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, LSU is not beating Georgia. I think TCU could lose to Kansas State. I really do. I think that would be a close game. That would probably be the best game of the day. And, and USC, like I said, I think they will lose to Utah. So assuming that either like only one of US, of USC TCU loses and we have one spot in the playoff here, which of this, which of these do you think has a better shot of getting in, Ohio State or Alabama? Hmm,
1: that's a
2: tough one. That's a tough one.
0: Because the logic would say Ohio hmm. State; they only have one yeah. loss, and, and it's and it's yeah. number five. But then again, it's like. Say so Bama's un, Bama's two losses are on an overtime and a last-second field goal. Yeah, They're that close to being undefeated and having not having this discussion.
1: Yeah,
2: the the things, the the, the things, the, the the thing that goes against Ohio State for for I'll go against what goes and I'll also explain what goes against for Bama. So I've got things for both of them. Okay. Oh, yeah? The thing that goes against Ohio State is that they didn't just get beat they got obliterated at home they got their to ass beat to a guy who up until last year hadn't beaten them at all um so they they got manhandled they got thrown around they got beaten like the wet-headed stepchild that that's it that they had no answer <laughs> um and you put them back in you run the chance that that's going to happen again, and no. As much as I would love to see yet another flood occur from Ohio State fans, uh, we deserve a more competitive football playoff. Um, the thing that goes, the things that go against Bama here, or yes, they've got close losses. They're both close losses, but. the 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 overarching thing that goes against Bama for the entire it's it's the whole season how it's been. It's crazy that ten and two is we have to sit here and go this is probably the you know this doesn't happen at all. This basically never happens. So it's technically by record the worst they've ever played. But you literally watch them and this team is probably the most undisciplined Bama team they've ever had since since Saban's been there because the entire even even in their wins the entire season has been them fighting themselves and sometimes winning uh, winning losing winning words <laughs> but sometimes also just you know helping the opponent uh the ten- right. Tennessee was just they got themselves so far down, and Tennessee had it planned out perfectly. We both knew that it was going to be a struggle to begin with because of how fast paced they were. Especially, you would you'd hammer that point home because it was true. They it was. I watched it and I was like, holy cow. They can Hey, that guy up. Luke knows what he's talking about. Yeah. What? The, uh, but the other but what also helped was that Bama was sitting there making mistakes at every possible moment. Anytime they could commit a penalty, they were doing it. They were almost making a point to commit a penalty, but it
1: felt like.
0: If you cut down like a third of the penalties that Bama had this yeah. year, they're undefeated. Yeah. Because it's not that oh, this would have taken away the game-winning drive. No, it would have changed the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It, and really, it's do you? And I I, I asked this just a general, not that I have the answer, right. but the, it comes down to do you bank on Ohio State being able to correct such a horrible loss so quickly in, in the event that they might face Michigan again? And I gave it, if they make it in, they're probably making it at four, uh, and Michigan stays at. To not sorry, not for um yeah, if they make it at four, they face Georgia, but they're definitely not, they're definitely not handling Georgia.
0: Can you imagine but, an Ohio State Michigan uh title game in L.A.? That would be that would be insane. Um, but if they let's say
2: they get matched up in such in, in it, it gets matched up that we see a Michigan Ohio State rematch in the thing, and and as much as I want to say it's not possible. We know the CFP is flawed. We know that they'll put it as the the 2-3 matchup just to see it happen at first. We, I, I If it happens, it will be because of that reason. Not because they deserve to be number three or anything. Um, anything of that sort. It will be because they want to see the, the rematch. Um, but given the chance for a rematch... Will they clean it up? Will they, Will they be able to make up that dom? I don't feel like that amount well, of dominations that quickly, easily made up for.
0: Yeah, that's not. It's not as valid a point as you might think. Because remember, the playoff games are played on New Year's Eve,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you're going a month between games, and only for you only get like two weeks of practice before then. Mm-hmm. So you've got two weeks for guys to like reset everything. Get your bodies back. We'll still be lifting. We'll still be doing things, but we're not going to be, you know, we're not – it's still a bowl game. We still have the bowl uh, restrictions on how many practices we can have, but we're going to go, okay, coaches are going to go recruiting, and we're going to stay behind. We're going to get ourselves right, and then we're going to just go full throttle for two weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't so, like giving Ryan Day credit cuz I don't <laughs> like him but he's a smart enough coach where if you give him a month he'll figure it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You also have And not only it. not only that but they they lost Jackson Smith and Jigba, a great receiver they lost other guys. They mm-hmm. give him a month to get him healthy and that's an entirely different football team. Mhm. That that that's totally fair.
2: That that's a fair... Uh the the other I mean we also fact we have to factor in kid you know how Michigan prepares and all that, but fa- frankly, you know, that that's fail. So to then uh, ask the p- next part of the question is do, do you trust that to be more of a, a situation, or that to be more likely, or do you trust that Saban will be able to right the ship in a situation where it's all the marbles?
0: No. And the reason that I, I I trust Ohio State more, I never thought yeah. I'd say this. <laughs> but if it's, been the, if it's been the same damn thing all year long, mm-hmm. you're not going to, for lack of a better word, beat it out of those guys in a month. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's no way. Because you're in the same situation Ohio State is. You're going to have a chance to get guys to go reset. Okay, what are you going to reset from? Yeah, You clearly had the, like, you, you had... Since the championship game against Georgia last year, to reset everything and it and look where it got you, right? A month's not going to do you that much good, especially when you're trying to prepare for the biggest game of these kids' lives. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: like it's not if it's a team that have committed penalties in SEC games that they won by thirty. How are we going to get them to stop making it in the in a, in a playoff game in which you know the, we can One mistake will end our season. Mm-hmm. I, I I would have I have I have a harder time believing Ohio uh, Alabama can fix that over Ohio State because Ohio State yes they've had problems all year they played down to Northwestern they played down to Maryland I think they were looking ahead in Maryland I think they were looking at Michigan when they should have been looking at Maryland I, I believe that but it's just an easier fix as you go from okay we haven't been playing all that game, but we still won but we got our ass kicked versus Saban's trying to. To reverse an entire season of bad, it's easier to fix one game on than us fix the trend that's gone the whole season.
2: Not mm-hmm. can't disagree with that. And that's assuming everything goes right to give them the chance, of course. Right, someone's
0: um, got to lose. We both agree yeah. Georgia and Michigan aren't, so it's got to mm-hmm. be TCU. It's got to be Kansas State and Utah. As and
1: mm-hmm. simple
0: as that. And oh, by the way. K-State and Utah are number 10 and 11, respectively. Mm-hmm. These are good teams. They have because they're here. But, again, LSU, we thought would be – LSU was sitting there at, at, at uh, like, what, five or six? They were sitting pretty. They were, they were number five,
2: yep. Yeah. They and were ready A&M to squeeze was
0: like, in. And and was like, yeah, screw you. Yeah.
2: LS it would be – It would if LSU had not lost, it would probably be Georgia, Michigan, TCU – LSU, and then USC, Ohio State, Bama.
0: Unless LSU got blown out,
2: yeah. It's like if if LSU had not uh, had not lost, we'd probably be seeing that. That's that's what we'd see.
0: Mm. Yeah. No disagreements there. <sighs> well, it's to This we gotta go off a of college ball a little bit. We gotta go to the pro game. And uh, I really hate to do this to you. We all talk about Patriots-Vikings. We don't want to, but we have to. Yeah. Keep it clean. I have one phrase.
2: Defense and special teams giveth, defense and special teams taketh away. Because everything that they did right defensively and special teams-wise to win the, the Jets game... They botched in every possible way to lose the Vikings game, and that's not to include the the catch no catch hano Henry touchdown.
0: I still don't understand how that wasn't able to catch. I,
2: I I have no clue. Um, but I'll say I'll say I'll I'll make the comment that I always do is you. Y- you have to play better so that those ma- those types of plays don't affect you. Right. It, it's ho- it, it's easier said than done, but I, I always say it. I've used that excuse mult- or that answer multiple times when Detroit Lions fans cry about the fact that they could have won that game that close game had something not went wrong. Well, that happens 13 times a year. Uh, maybe do better. Uh, they, they are clearly doing better. So, you know. So yes,
0: they are. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like so.
2: It's not. It's not. It's not that difficult uh, to do to perform in such a way that that type of play doesn't affect. Doesn't. Doesn't matter. Right. You bounce back from it. But the The problem is the. The problem was more on the defensive and special teams side because you're putting you you're getting them in those situations, and it came down to Mac Jones played the best game of the of his of, of the season. That was without a doubt, the best game of football he has played all season. It looked like he had just rolled off of the end of last, you know, the, the, uh, perform how he was performing last season and then came right back into it. It, 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 it He figured things out. And every, he, every, all of his weapons were available. <laughs> basically. Um uh Henry clearly got more involved. is stepping up. If Ev- Everyone that was kind... We, we were starting to wonder, oh, they- what's going on? Are they just not being included in the game plan? They all show up. He throws for almost 400 yards. And they lose by a touchdown. And he can't even make an effort... Or- he can't even be given the chance to make an effort because it wasn't on him to do anything to try to push him downfield because as soon as it mattered, guess what happens? Then the offensive line decides they don't want to do their job and max down.
1: Yeah.
2: It, it was... <laughs> it was arguably the most disappointing game of the season to watch
0: right there with the bears
2: yeah it's like cuz this one i didn't expect them to have a chance i honestly didn't
0: but they because sh- it was Kirk Cousins and Brian th- that and was how that worked out
2: that was the only thing they had that was the only thing that was getting me right because Kirk Cousins in primetime and other than that the team the, the pound for pound Hits harder. I mean... They were a good team. But... That was arguably more disappointing... Because they were fighting. You could see... They they, they, they they could have won that game. That's more disappointing... To me... Than going into a game where I... Probably should have obliterated them and got obliterated. Because... at le- Here you're beating up a team that you shouldn't have been beating up. So you get the hope... And then they crush it again. At least mm-hmm. from at least from the Chicago game. Even though we both expected them that they shouldn't have lost that game. They shouldn't have lost that game because mm-hmm. look at how Chicago is going now. Justin Fields is going off. Of course, he's got hurt.
0: I was going to say, but, ask his shoulder, and then get a- back to me. Yeah, ask his shoulder. How, how?
2: has? But he's performing well. He's he has his game has upped since the Patriots game. It has, and. That felt just feels like um, a wrong place, wrong time, <laughs> almost. But as well as them just not executing whatsoever. But given given the the trend of, of fields, I, I, that one doesn't sting as much as this one because th- this one just gave you more. That that gave you everything that you wanted to see out of the team, and then also everything you didn't. At the same time.
0: Thing that really got to me about this game was I said it last week on this podcast that I didn't that we talked about what they're gonna want to take away. The Mm -hmm. running game or Justin Jefferson, you can pick one. Yeah. I said I can live with Jefferson beating me, I can't live with Dalvin Cook beating me. Yep. Both beat me.
1: Yeah.
2: But Jefferson Jefferson did the most.
0: See, I, th- I, I, think the running game really helped out. I, I, I yeah. I'm not saying Jefferson didn't get his. Yeah. I knew he was going to, but I don't think it would have been near as effective going down the field if the running game hadn't been getting like chunk yards every play, mm-hmm. because that's what opened up the offense downfield. Yeah, the Patriots' defense was nowhere to be to be found. They stayed at home and eight, but still, it's like I really think the running game was what set that game up. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook had. 22 carries to 42 yards, but it felt like it had 142.
1: Yeah. They,
2: they they were doing just enough to get the ball moving el- t- enough to then open up everything for Jefferson and Thielen. Mostly Jefferson, but you know Thielen is, is the one that scored the touchdown to basically put the game away.
0: Yep, just a bad game all around. Yeah. yeah. We went we went from the butt fumble being our last Thanksgiving Patriots uh, memory to this. Just
2: giving up the first kickoff return touchdown for the franchise in like, what, 10, 12, mm-hmm. 15 years, something like that. Some ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. And and that that's what that's the stuff that hurts the most because and th- that's why it hurts the most because Belichick is, a, is someone who very openly prides himself on his team's defense, special teams performances. When that falters, you, the, it really hits, it really hits
0: hard. I mean, he came out as special teams coach for the Colts, and then he, uh, then he made his name as a defensive coordinator for the Giants. Like it's baked into his DNA.
2: Mm-hmm. And the, and and just again, because it because they performed so well the week before, you think that's they can build up. That's they, there's more to build on. That's more to hammer in, and then everything fails.
0: Everything. I think we figured out something though. The Jets are the Jets, and the Vikings are the Vikings. Yep. Like, like, we just have to remember that. Like, yes, mm-hmm. all professional athletes, but there is a difference. Yep. Minnesota has no quarterback controversy. <laughs> the Jets most <laughs> certainly have one. Mm-hmm. So, what? I also think we figured out something else, too. The Patriots are not a primetime team, they're not every time I, and I unfortunately I feel like... we had another front time game this week so mm-hmm. get ready to lose yeah I mean literally I feel like every time I get
2: an actual chance to watch them on TV in the last two or th- in the last right, two three years pretty much uh even even going before the next last four years basically it's been oh yeah I don't get to watch a game so I miss all the good stuff and I miss the victory and then when I do get to watch the
0: game womp 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 Pretty <laughs> much yeah. That's it. That really is it. Now was uh Marcus right. Jones the he was the kid who returned the punt against the Jets, right? Yes. Was well, <laughs> he the guy that touched it on the last play in the last drive in in, in Minnesota? I do not recall. I think but... whoever it was, do not touch that ball near the goal line. Yeah, that that pissed me off the most. There, like
2: why? Why did it? Uh, yes. Yeah, it was
0: I understand it was, we needed it, um... But You're starting for about like 25 We're starting at the 10 And look what happened mm-hmm. Mac got killed And he landed at the 1 Thank God Yep Just It's football one-on-one. The... Do not Touch a football Near your own goal mm-hmm. line On the kickoff or punt Just let it roll If it doesn't bounce your way Fine But just ask the Kansas City Chiefs when that ball hit Edelman and they kept the ball. The Patriots did. Mm -hmm. What happened? The Patriots went down and won the game. Just ask the Kansas City Chiefs how important it is to maintain possession of the ball.
1: Mm -hmm. Do
0: not give yourself a chance to ruin your football, to hurt the football team because of you trying to make a play. I have no problem trying to make a play. But be smart about it. Mm-hmm. It's the patriot way, yeah. for fuck's sake. Yeah, and the the other big thing
2: that was again just an absolute waste of max performance was that any they got any good field position, they could not turn it into points, and they couldn't turn it into the points that really mattered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I I don't know what it is about this team. This season, particularly in getting in a decent field position or even scoring position and just absolutely blowing it. Um, I don't know, but at least they're not Josh Allen throwing it in the in, in, giving over four interceptions in the red zone over the last three weeks. Uh, this, I team,
0: guess... this team would much have it started <laughs> with its own 15 yard line and go 85 yards and it wouldn't have it at the opponent's 35. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It makes zero sense to me.
2: It's like, do you not do you not have do you not have plays scripted for or drawn up for getting the, the ball of such good he, starting has, position?
0: I don't understand. Like, Trish has not got there yet. <laughs> like, like <it's>, he's <laughs> just working his way through the playbook. He's like, oh, okay, we're like, we're gonna get that. When we got to get that? Like, week, like like week, 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 week seventeen. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand it. It's just, I don't either. It's so confusing. What I do understand is that, yes, Josh Allen has been a turnover machine in the red zone. And we will get to the Bills in a second. But let's <laughs> talk about – actually, you know what we're going to get? I'm looking into myself. The Bills in town now. So the Bills come to Foxborough. It's a throwback day, a throwback night, as it were. Mm-hmm. So red jerseys are galore. Going to look nice under the lights of Gillette. So here's my thing. I saw this question. I don't remember if it was – Neston or NBC Sports Boston? So I'll ask you the same question. Are the Patriots getting the Bills at the right time? And I'm pretty sure they're referring to Josh Allen's uh, generosity in the red zone, as it were, the uh, mm-hmm. last few weeks. He's Stealing in the Christmas spirit, we'll put it that way. <laughs> uh, so here's the question. Are they catching the Bills at the right time? I, I feel like they have to be. I mean, they,
2: they're they not going to have Von Milo, to my understanding. Uh, that helps out a lot. Um. I Allen's a, effectively a turnover machine, at least where it matters. I mean, he has also turned eleven interceptions this season. Uh, but literally like four of them have been in the red zone. Uh way too many. Way too many. Um the the offense is seemingly figuring something out for for the Patriots. Um it's really just a matter of is the defense going to clean up anything to to be able to make a difference? Because uh, I, if it comes down to a shootout, we both know who's winning that. We both know who's coming out the uh, If there's one thing we've learned in the last two years, and, and this isn't something I we expect either, at least not I can't say that you do either, uh, but. We don't expect this team to be built for shootouts right now. We don't no, expect no. Mac Jones oh. to have to go out there and perform 500-yard games and make up for the defense's thing. Wait, it's supposed to be has, complimentary. Has he even had a 500-yard game? Has he even had a 400-yard game? He, no, he's he's not had a 400-yard game yet either. Um, I didn't think so. I think he's only had a ha- like three...
0: 300 yard games, maybe those are probably the closest that have come to 400 yards. Um,
2: yeah, I think this might actually be a career high. Uh, I, I don't know that for certain, but I'm without having seen anybody confirm literally confirm it. But I'm convinced that this is a career high, but I'll have to double check. I'm surprised I didn't see it shown on the board, uh, you know, uh, on the cards during the game when right? oh, career high. Um, but i'm I'm pretty convinced it's
0: a career high Yeah. Honest. well here's the thing remember they had that he had that long pass play uh, at the end of the game where the clock ran out mm-hmm. that may have been what got him over that hump to be a career I didn't didn't have time to write the graphic also probable because by the time we get out there we're trying to run it down but the games over there you know hey get the turkey out hands hey, to some vikings mm-hmm That I I don't know I don't know off the top of my head what his career high was, but just based off the fact that it wasn't on the broadcast, that's what I'm gonna go with is that he eclipsed it on that last pass and they had no time to get the graphic pulled up.
1: Let's see.
2: Yeah, I'll find it. I'll have to double check later, but one of us will. I was expecting to see like little little highlight blocks in like the Wikipedia for the career statistics or, or like some kind of game thing. Right. But yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't expect anybody to update any of that. No. But yeah, I'm fairly I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent convinced that that is his career high. Same.
0: Uh, let's see here. Let's just. I think we are getting the bills at the right time. But I'm also very fearful of what still could be. Mm-hmm. Because I know how good this team is. Yeah. And I saw what they did to us in the playoffs last year. And I saw what they did to us at home, in, at, in, the, at home uh, in the regular season last year. The crazy game in Buffalo, notwithstanding, this team kicked our ass last year. Yeah. They're never been capable of doing it again. Mm-hmm. Now, truthfully, I don't think we're any better than we were at this time last year. I think I don't know the bills are that much better than they were this time last year, but they're not any worse.
2: Yeah, yeah, that we, we didn't have to face Von Middle last year, so
0: no, uh, but...
2: so they, yeah, it, we're basically facing them as they were. <laughs> so, I, I, all I got is at least we don't have to face Von.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping he'll I'm just relish- rub it in. We wish him all the best, though, in, in his recovery. Sure. Absolutely. That, that that was a scary injury on Thursday.
1: Hmm.
0: Hopefully, see Vaughn back. Uh, actually, you know what? We get him again in the last year, the week of the regular season. He didn't come back from the playoffs. Vaughn would be great. We we would very much appreciate you missing the entire rest of the regular season just for us. <laughs> hmm. Just out, out of the, of the kind playoffs. out of the kindness of your heart. Like, come on, it's, it's Christmas, man. Help a guy out. Yeah. Come on just oh, It's Christmas <laughs> Come on Well let me ask you this The Pats have a shot I'll
2: say I'll say yes For the, the reasons Being that They're not They're not playing as As wonderfully as they They're not playing as cohesively Over the last couple of weeks As they have been they They don't have von Miller, which it still helps. even though we've not faced him to know how much it hurts, it still helps. And the one <clears> thing, <throat> oh, I just lost my I literally just lost my my additional point. Give, give <laughs> me a, give me a moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was like right there. I'm like, oh. Um, Cue the lobby music, uh, let's go. <laughs> uh, oh, um, the are and 2 in the division. Apparently yeah. the division is their Achilles heel right now.
0: Uh, that, that's just so weird. This team is great otherwise, and yet it can't win a division game. Mm-hmm. So, let's
2: just hope the division game woes continue. Uh, But... I, I, they have a chance, but I'm still gonna s- say Buffalo wins it. But the Patriots can, if if they combine the defensive and special teams performance that we know they can do, plus the offensive productivity that they had last week, uh, they've got the recipe.
0: They just gotta, they just gotta follow it. <laughs> this has to be a game where it has to be your best game of the season. mm Hmm. It's gonna to have to be damn near perfection, and it's not that you know, we both remember the time when the Bills were a laughing stock, right? We both remember those times mm-hmm. very fondly, I might add. Uh, but like, I don't care how bad the Bills may or may not be playing; they're loaded. Yeah, there's not a bad, there's not a weakness on that football team. Every single player on that team is elite. I can't say that about the New England Patriots. I have no say that about a few guys. Matt Judon is elite. Absolutely. Devin McCourty is elite because of his longevity. By the mm-hmm. way, the career start for D. Mac on Thursday. Yep. Mister Baff be... surprised him with the uh, with the thing at a press conference this week.
2: Yeah, I saw that video and I was like, "Ha!
1: Well
0: then." So, I, I you know Mac Jones not elite, receiving core very much not elite. Mm-hmm. Bills the receiving core goaded yeah. Do you have to play your best game?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and we all know. And here's the thing: we all know the recipe to beating the Bills. It's the same recipe as being the Kansas City Chiefs. Kill the clock. hmm And the if winning you get, game can do, do it. Do not do not get into a traffic with the Bills.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because you will lose. Yeah. It's the same recipe as being as going up against the Chiefs mm-hmm. or. Need the high-powered offense.
2: You're gonna have to. You're gonna the Vikings have to, didn't do that. You're gonna have to have Stevenson and whoever else takes over for Harris right now. Apparently Taylor was signed to the practice squad, so maybe he gets elevated. Um, maybe. And you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to have them set the pace. Because we know, we've seen it. We we it's pretty much being confirmed at this point that Stevenson is going to be that dual threat back. Uh, to my understanding, Belichick said it himself. He reminds him of James White. That's high praise from Bill. Yeah, considering James White was just on the team last year. And That's what I believe it feels
0: like
2: it's it's almost like he had a chance to learn a little something from him.
0: Just a little, even though that's he was a, injured. At least learn a little something, maybe. That's so hard to believe James White was on this team last year. Mm-hmm. It feels like so long ago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: so, to have to to have that, to see that he's starting, like, we already knew he was a powerhouse. Last season he did work. But to see him put in the work to not only be a reliable back, but to be a reliable dual threat, is, it, it, that's that's the stuff that's been that that's made this team work dual threat running backs and keeping your tight ends in the game plan and this offense is starting to it can open up a lot more and it's obvious it, it obviously has since then with the exception of the whatever the hell the the most recent J- game was um but since we've started seeing Henry's name and we uh, pop up more and even Johnny Smith's name pop up more and Stevenson just light up the board in every respect, this team, this offense has felt
0: much more polished. Yeah. I think they're slowly getting there. Chris has figured it out for the most part. Now he's got to fine tune it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll start that this week. God knows we're going to need it. Yep. The, I'm not going to lie. It's Al Michaels doing the game with Kirk Street. I very much want to see what kind of sarcasm Al has playing for this game. Because I, <laughs> I can't wait to see it. <sighs> Great to have that Michaels back on, back on calling a Patriots game. Just, something about that just feels right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Well, let's What do you say we recap Turkey Week, give me NFL, and we'll talk about some of the things going on in the league here. Oh, ready? Cowboys beat the Giants. How big is that?
2: Uh, very. Cause I mean, it was, it was a good game. I mean, that was that was competitive up uh, up to the end. It really was. I mean, yeah, Dallas got up to a fifteen point lead, but even then, it was still like back and forth punches uh that was the only game of the of the three games that night because uh, that basically well I didn't really have a stake in this one of course other than my stepdad's a cowboys fan so by default I was uh, uh I was just going oh yeah the, 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 maybe the cowboys will win this one um but that's basically the only one that that went the way we would have the, the two of us would have wanted any of the three games to go. <laughs>
0: Yeah. We wanted I, I we wanted have...
2: the Bills to lose and we wanted well, I wanted the Pats to win. He again he wouldn't have cared. <laughs> He'll just hey. get to shit on me for the next day. Um but
0: oh he is his stepdad, not he is yeah. in me. Okay. Yeah, he okay. would have okay.
2: he would have shot out he gets the shit on me for the next few days. Um but uh, uh that's really the only game that I'm like okay, that's probably the outcome that that was acceptable. Of the three games,
0: <laughs> I like, wouldn't have really had a problem with the, if the if the Giants had won though. No, yeah, no, I wouldn't have either.
2: At least, at least then we would both, uh, both uh, Kevin and I would have been sitting there,
0: both in sorrow. And I would given up there just the so misery. we can all just like wallow <laughs> in our own self pity. And <laughs> hey, come on, Group therapy, Potassium Boys, let's go.
2: Group therapy. <laughs> Uh,
0: Speaking of group therapy, the Bucks fans are gonna have to have that. So they lost the Browns in overtime, and this becomes the first game ever in Tom Brady's historic career that he has lost when having a lead of a touchdown or more with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. He was previously two eighteen and zero. Ah, how
2: about that? Interesting.
0: Who would have thought the Bucks at five and six are leading their damn division?
2: <laughs> Just the
0: NFC South is garbage. Mm hmm. Every one of them, absolute garbage. I tell you who's not garbage though. These two, Bengals at the Titans. Both teams now seven and four. Uh, that's a really big win for Cincinnati, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah, and
2: and it just all over the place. The the fact that it was, I tell you, the it was just fun to see Ted Karras. I forgot he was with him. Uh, just at the end of that game,
0: courtesy of Pat if, McAfee. If, if, if you haven't seen it, go find if, it, and you will laugh your ass off. Just
2: wonderful. I that man was just living. He In was just. Life. He was just there. and I was. I'm
0: for it.
1: I'm that for was it
2: fun.
0: too. <laughs> <sighs> Any cost for concern? The Titans are just like, okay, you lost, move on.
2: Uh, I think it's just a you lost, move move on. I mean, it's it's really, it's the same story for them. Really, just
1: you know,
2: 10 Health almost three three hundred yards. Didn't didn't put up any didn't put up a touchdown or anything. I don't even think Derrick Henry scored a touchdown. Um it was field goal, a re- fumble recovery in the end zone, field goal, field goal. Yeah, they didn't score an offensive touchdown. Um that
0: I guess maybe you should be concerned about. Um but even then, look but- at their division yeah, both Texans, Jags. Yeah,
2: okay. okay. So y- you're you winning your division simply because everyone else below you sucks. Now, that doesn't necessarily help you in terms of when you actually play any big boys. <clears throat> See the Bengals. <laughs> you'll uh, get a home playoff game. Nothing matters
0: anymore, but you'll no get a home playoff
1: game. But
2: you'll get a home playoff game. <laughs> but, I mean, Henry was both the leading rusher and leading receiver. Uh, wow. But he was 17 carries for 38 yards, so he was basically ineffective. He he was a non factor in the rushing game. And he had three receptions
0: for 79 yards. Uh, big Derrick Henry having more receiving yards
1: than rushing yards. Yeah.
0: It's just like what the hell? That's when you gotta start wondering what the
2: hell's going on with your offensive scheme, um, when a powerhouse like Derrick Henry is your Henry leading James receiver. White. Yeah, it's like,
1: hey, uh,
2: and and if that if that were ever the norm, oh my, we should all be worried. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. uh, ooh, I do not want to be
0: matching up with that guy. No, you're gonna get some. <laughs> sorry, you're gonna get some poor corner linebacker going. Oh no! Oh no! No no! <laughs> uh-uh, he's your guy now. <laughs> not, I'll go up here and This guy, he's yours now, buddy. <laughs> I will give him
1: the i like, I'm, I'm uh, making a oof, business decision. Ah,
2: I think my hamstring, Coach. I need to sub.
0: Ah, oh. <laughs> like I'm making a business decision, your Coach. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of decisions, I said the Jets have a quarterback controversy. They do not. Mike White for the win.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah,
2: they hit. He came in, did
0: the work, and he did it well. Twenty-two of twenty-eight, three hundred fifteen yards, three touchies. Mm-hmm. My man. If that, if
2: that's the way to come in and just go, all oh, right, just answer the question without having said a word. Um, that that's how you do it.
0: Like I am the quarterback now. He's mm-hmm. the like I am the captain now. Look, I am look, the starting quarterback.
2: Exactly. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs>
0: Joe Flacco, sit your ass down this bench, and uh, uh, Zach Wilson, and get the hell out of here.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's like that. That if it, this game should should sign Zach Wilson's death uh, death certificate with the New York Jets, as far as I'm concerned.
0: I was going to ask you that. Will he ever? Should he ever play for him again? No. Just <laughs> really like no. You no. can hear this voice like, why the hell are you were asking me that? You know the answer." If I if I'm
2: uh, Robert Salah uh, Salah 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 Sala. Sala. if I'm Robert Salah, he's out the door as soon as I can get him out. Should should be right now, just right now. But the Panthers
0: could probably trade for him. I mean, they they have yeah. a history trading for the back quarterbacks. Yeah, well, we'll see how see how that plays out. Oh, wait, Matt Rule's not there anymore. <laughs> he's in Nebraska.
2: They it have not they have any damn sense, once P.J. Uh, Walker is healthy, he's the guy. Yeah. Give it to him. He's the only yeah. one that, damn one that was doing anything.
0: Now. Why are we so reluctant to give backup quarterback chances? I mean, look at the go- – yeah. Tom Brady started out as a fourth-string quarterback. He turned out all right. Mm-hmm. Then he had Belichick and no one else does, but still, backup quarterbacks can play. Yeah, we always say, we always say, invest in a good starting quarterback, invest in a good backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Why do like we always seem like, oh, I want to invest in a good backup only, but yet like you're not, you're so if you afraid don't, to hand the backup the keys.
2: If you don't have a good backup, you're screwed. Right, and we've seen it so many times. How many times have we seen something go wrong with when Aaron Rodgers went down when when the Packers were actually good? And their backup comes in, and they're effectively a steaming pile. Look how many look times. At, have, look at the Rams now. Look at the yeah. Look at the Rams now. Look at, I mean, it, it's you've got. I don't understand why depth is wanted everywhere else, but
0: the minute you think about depth at quarterback, they're like, what does that mean? It's not even that. It's that we're so reluctant to promote backups to the to the starting job. That yeah, it's look like you, let's just take a look at it. let's assume you've invested in a backup quarterback. What's stopping you from making that decision to elevate him to the starting guy if he's the better quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like you clearly like him enough to where if you need him to save the season, he can. Yeah, at least to start a game. Why can't you hand him the keys to the Ferrari? Mm-hmm. Why are you so reluctant like- well, uh, to do that? It, I don't, I don't understand. It, and Heineke's the perfect example.
2: He uh, the commanders were again, absolute hot garbage last season, but Heineke was keeping them at least somewhat relevant in terms of you know giving them any any hope that they had was because of Heineke last season. And what I went toe to toe with Tom yeah, Brady in a playoff game. Yeah. And then what do they do? They go out and take Carson Wentz and put him over, and now Heineke's saved hit that season that he basically ruined. Like how many times does a guy have to prove himself?
0: And I, I will say this again, and I'll say it to I'm blue in the face. There is nothing wrong with being a game manager. Nope. There is not a damn thing wrong. Stop looking for quarterbacks that can th- that all they do is open 500 yards and three touchdowns a game. Because here's the thing. Ask a lot of colleges how that works out. Ask Chip Kelly how that worked out throwing for a bunch of yards and racking up a bunch of offense, yet his defense is gas and they lose games. There's a reason he's in college now and didn't work in the NFL. Okay? Stop looking for these guys that you think are going to revolutionize the game of football. Mm-hmm. Simplicity wins, folks. Yeah. Simplicity wins. Not everyone can, the can revolutionize I, the game. No. If I can run the ball and I can not turn the ball over and I can play good defense, mm-hmm. I'm going to win a lot of games.
1: Hmm.
0: You don't have to be spectacular every single week. And I hate to break it to you, fellows, but I just figured this out. If your team is good, you will sell tickets. Yeah. I don't know how. I, I just figured that out. I don't know if you were that, but people want to watch good football. If the team is winning, people will not care if the starting quarterback only has 150 huh? yards on 150 yards and one touchdown.
2: Exactly. If they
0: win the game, they will go home happy and they will come back next week. Hmm. I mean,
2: let's 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 use uh, to to kind of prove the point here. Let's use Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, uh when when Tom Brady was with the Patriots, he would regularly put it was he still does three hundred yard games, four touchdowns. You know, it, it was that was commonplace for Tom Brady. That was what we pretty much what we expected, but. We, Name a single time when any one of us sat down and goes, oh, Tom Brady threw 150 yards and didn't even put up a score, but they won the game. How many times did any of us complain about that? I'm looking around and I'm hearing crickets. I, exactly. So, and, to, and then to further beat the point home with Ryan Tannehill, other than the fact that they just lost this game, but still, it was Ryan Tannehill, at this point he's the pinnacle of a game manager. And they generally do quite well.
0: Let's just look at it this way. The 0-1 Patriots. Mm-hmm. Defense especially won that Super Bowl. It wasn't anything Tom Brady was doing. Yeah. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like it clearly worked out for them. You can win without having to have a guy throwing yeah. a bunch of look. winning you just basically simple the simplest way to put it is look. Fantasy guys do not win championships, and guys with championships don't win fantasy titles. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because I'm top of our league. There's
1: so
2: there's a but- reason why the like I never picked up Tom Brady. There's a reason why like. Well one we both you and I generally had the agreement that I would get Gronk, you would get Brady. But there was yes, like but also We did like, some
0: we did some under the table dealings against the rest <laughs> of our league, but we were looking after we could do what we wanted.
2: <laughs> like I, th- that was the thing that I that that was the thing that steered me away from picking Drew Brees. I, I, I picked him for two seasons and then I realized the trend after that that he's he can sling it. He's Obviously, but with the way their team was set up at that point was, you know, they had they had a very strong run game. So it wasn't guaranteed that Mr. Drew Brees, who can and will do five hundred yards a game without batting an eye, will do that every week. It could literally be one hundred yards or five hundred yards, and I was you could never tell when. So I stopped picking him because not because I didn't like him, not because he wasn't a good quarterback, but because If you're on fantasy, it was the worst thing you wanted in a quarterback.
0: Why do you think I have Joe Burrow as my starting quarterback? Number one, (laughs) man crush. Number two, (laughs) consistent. Exactly. You know where he's going to be. It may be up or down a few yards, but you know generally where you're going to be. He doesn't miss projections by that much. And if he does, it's not by much. Exactly. I'm, I'm done with the uh, – with the, by the way, I moved that we have a keeper league now because I want to keep Joe Burrow on my team for the rest of his entire career. <laughs> I never want to lose him again. He is mine, and no one can take him away from me. <laughs> I love that man so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I swear to God, man. I want to do an episode of you and I just, like, in the same room. Because I want you to see my facial expressions as I do this. (laughs) I want to see you try to keep a straight face and I look straight deadpan at you and go, I love Joe Burrow so much.
2: (sighs) Mm, Wonderful.
0: I will tell you who's not feeling love for their quarterback. Denver Broncos fans are currently not loving Russell Wilson. Because Womp. they lost the Panthers, and it wasn't even a close game. It was 23-10, which mm-hmm. is quite big by NFL standards. Yeah. So, uh, Bronco's bad.
2: Bronco's bad, and I, I was – I wish I retained much of the information from this because this was something I read yesterday, but – I, I basically it was basically an article going here's all the statistical reasons why Russell Wilson is playing the worst football he's ever played in his entire career. Why did you pay this man a guaranteed hundred and fifty million dollars with a two hundred fifty million dollar contract? It was basically that was basically the 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 article. Um, but just to reiterate the question, uh, why did you pay this man a guaranteed hundred fifty million dollars?
0: <laughs> because we felt like the Seahawks, we, we, we felt like we needed to uh, sign him up after getting it from Seattle, and he wanted it, and he was the next guy up, so we went ahead and did it. I'm just saying, to Russell Wilson's agent, you are the MVP, my friend. Yeah,
2: this man swindled a multi a, a billion dollar organization. <laughs> And he did so legally. <laughs>
1: he did so the straight face, too.
0: He's running out of the Broncos organization, carrying a thing in mind Like, come on, let's go. Let's go. He, he said $150
2: million, and this man will say, let's ride as many times as you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeded
0: right off the cliff. <laughs> well, yeah. He it didn't say where we were riding, too. No, <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Oh, we were riding him. We thought we were for ride. No, it's a, it's a station wagon. Yeah. No, but he had a cover wagon. It's the sooner schooner. <laughs> Turned over somewhere around the twenty-five yard line.
2: <laughs> Just bad. Just all all around horrible. And and this this is the thing that I saw. The they all they they have the worst offense in the league. Oh shocking. The Nick. worst offense in the league, the worst scoring offense in the league, and the red zone efficiency is Bottom of the barrel. This is coming from Nathaniel Hackett, who had, who was on a, uh, who, who was in charge of the red zone offense with the Green Bay Packers team, and had near best in the league red Wait, zone efficiency. He was, if he- I recall, from that, uh, from, from that, uh, from that article that I was reading yesterday. What uh, that is what they were hammering. They they were basically trying to to show out every reason why it is or isn't coaching's fault that Wilson was garbage at that point in, in that part of the, the article. Let me find huh. the article again down here. It was on ESPN.
0: Um, huh. But if I do, I will say I, because he, he never called place before. No.
2: If I were so I called guess he properly, just... he was only in charge of red zone offense or at least setting something. Whatever it was, they were crediting him with the offense red zone offense success. For the hmm. pack was that you, um, I
0: mean, that be, might be. That might be what he got. Aaron Rodgers didn't want to give any credit away. <laughs> and this is oh, my office. You, Get your uh, own.
2: I'll scroll down through and see if I can find the one from because it was just yesterday. Um, and There's a uh, lot of stuff that's come on since yesterday, though. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm. It was like right there. Let me just go to the Denver Broncos. Thing and then see what they because I was scrolling through it. like the general NFL yesterday.
1: And You'll then that, and,
2: it, and, it, and it was right there. But let's just go straight to the Broncos page.
0: Bum, mm. bum, 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 bum.
2: How Russell Wilson has declined and who's to blame. Mm. Uh that's it, it. The 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 headline is can Denver and Russell Wilson be fixed? Answering 10 questions. So I was reading through that. Let me see Answer. the no. uh Could we have seen this coming? That was the one question. What about Nathaniel Hackett? That was the other question. Uh, Hackett spent eight seasons as an offensive coordinator before taking over in Denver, and he had quarterbacks like EJ Manuel and Kyle Orton in Buffalo. Um, He went to Jacksonville uh, with Doug Marone, and he was with them when they were in the postseason, but their offense was also generally mediocre, no better than mediocre, uh, but 27th, 15th, 30th. So, and then he, and then Hackett was fired in 18. Then he went to Green Bay, where he had the offense coordinator title on some of the league's best offenses. And he wasn't calling plays because that was Matt LaFleur. He was in- responsible for installing the red zone offense, and it was likely the best red zone offense in NFL history
0: during the 2020 season. So it wasn't he. He was just responsible responsible for installing it, not running it. Yes, and let's also remember that when he was offensive coordinator, he was fired from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, <laughs> let's think about that. I'm actually reading the same article you are. Let's yeah. go. Let's go to the next paragraph. The league as a whole isn't great at picking head coaches. This isn't a specific issue, similar to the Broncos. I'm willing to bet Hackett improves the coach during his time with the Packers, just as someone like Brian Dayball got better after being around Nick Saban. And at the same time, if I told you in 2018 that he would be the offensive, the offensive coordinator just been fired from the Jaguars, being an NFL head coach, and so that's over three years later, you probably would have laughed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was more reasonable to be skeptical of Hackett than it was to have been wary of Wilson heading into the season. Fair yeah. point. Yes. I mean, it's a totally fair point. Because, I mean, yeah. let, let's face it, how many guys get fired from the Jaguars and come up on their feet? hmm Very rare. Mm-hmm. Got to be really good, yeah. and no reason to believe he was. Yeah. I, 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 I guess the only question I can really ask is, and I, I've asked this before, but I'll, I'll say it again. Could he really be a one-and-done? It's possible. They've got Walmart money now. They don't need, you know, they, yeah.
1: they're
2: good. <laughs> I mean, if you bring in a quarterback like Russell Wilson, and you come up with the league's worst offense uh, there there should be many things and that's again not just on the coaching because Wilson's clearly climbed as well his red zone efficiency is some of the worst in his career I think let's see there was a QBR inside the 20 and uh, for, for this year and it's yeah it is. it is dropped from 91.9 just last season, okay? When he dealt with a finger injury. If you haven't read ahead, just guess the number.
0: I actually went back. Uh, to my scoreboard. Yeah. I'm going to say it's 15.4. So, would you believe me if I said it was lower? <laughs> 6.3.
1: I was trying his to be his,
2: somewhat reasonable. Oh, my God. Q, his QBO in the red zone is 6.3. And it, 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 it uh, should not, not be a shock. I could go get a 10. Yeah. It should not be a shock that that is the worst in the NFL.
0: I wouldn't and have to miss the worst since Kenny, I kept keeping track of it.
2: Kenny Pickett is the next worst, and he's 15 points higher. So 21.3. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Kenny freaking Pickett. Hey, he <laughs> won this week, so he <laughs> didn't. So yeah, mm. um,
2: his his outside the red zone is is not great either. His play action performance has has uh, gotten worse. His performance under pressure is bad and guess what his performance when he's not under pressure is even gotten worse
0: it's just bad all the way around yeah he
2: he is he went from 11th and 13th the last two seasons to 28th in with a 49.7 qbo in the clean pocket how, how are there four worse quarterbacks than him no idea at least in being under pre- not uh, at least in QBR when they're not under pressure, which okay. should ideally be all court, all
0: all situations. Uh, That's, you've got to rank him at some point, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> at some point someone has to fail the test. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why um, to fail the test. But anyway,
2: he also has. He was already not apparently good against split safety, but he's even worse against split safety coverages. They pretty much figured out his kryptonite. Um. So yeah, him long just, he has declined in almost every possible fashion uh, that he could. Um, outside of deep deep passes, which aren't as frequent, but when they do happen, they're effective. And throwing out of the pocket when he's not in the
0: pocket. I don't know about you, but I've been doing a lot of court, uh, bootlegs and, uh, and uh, hacking it deep hmm That's what I've been doing. Like we're rolling out and we're throwing it 30 yards downfield and hoping for a miracle. It can't get much worse. Yep. I'm not even gonna ask you if the Seahawks taught a bowl, because we know the answer to that question. That's the definitive yes. Yes. So without a doubt. Yes. Now, I'll tell you what's just as shocking as the Broncos being is bad this bad. That the Ravens lost to the Jaguars. On the same day, mind you, that the Jaguars mascot decided it was okay to wear a speedo to the game. <laughs> which is more sh- which is more shocking: the mascot's clothing choice or the result of the game? <laughs> the it result of a, the game, there, for sure. There is a right answer here.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely the result of the game. Um, uh, but I'm definitely shocked by a speedo. Uh, what the heck? Um, <laughs> yes, I get it's Jacksonville and it's hot down there, but maybe.
1: Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The all and
2: go ahead. I said, let's and let's, even, let, let's let's also just the absolute cojones that had to have, you know, been possessed to go for two to just put the game put away instead of fight playing for overtime. yeah. yeah.
0: But again, you're the Jaguars. You can do like, and you're already you were three and seven coming in. You have no reason not to do that. Just go for it. Yep, play for it, right? No reason to really go. Okay, exactly. All four of the Ravens' losses this year have come by four points or fewer.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's
0: close. And they blew yet another lead. So this has a
2: pattern for this radiance yeah. It wasn't a double digit lead, but it was a lead. It was a lead. It was it was almost double digit. It was nine points. May as well have been. May as well have been double digit. So you know, may I may I remind you of my of my comment in the in the past? Uh it's just being bad with extra steps.
0: Yes, that's that's what it is. It's being bad but also being rather complicated. Mm-hmm. It's like you're seven and four,
2: but you, you you're you're losing in fashions that you should be
0: well four and seven probably, yeah, or any combination like, that this, adds up to thirteen. Yeah. Could, it's Like this is a team you can that see that is, it could be thirteen and 0, yeah, This no, is a team that if
2: they make the playoffs, they're not like they, they do not have the capability to go far because of how oddly in the, how they perform in the most interesting situations.
0: Let me also play De- uh, Not necessarily Devil's Advocate, let me just put this out there. Are, are, the, are the are are the Ravens playing themselves out of getting Lamar Jackson to resign? Like, is he going to go? I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. If we can't tighten this up, why would I stay? I I wouldn't blame them.
2: Uh, uh I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame him if that were the case. Uh, it, it's tough because I, I I don't get the feeling that he doesn't want to be there. That's the thing. Like, not once during this whole, you know, contract debacle have I felt like Lamar Jackson does not want to be a part of this team. I don't and
0: that's, that, it's not so much that, but he yeah, wants the bag.
2: But he, yeah, he clearly wants it. But the funny thing is, he toned it down. And I don't think he's going to, like, I don't think he's going to be getting it from them at the end. Like, I, I don't think he's made a case other than, uh, I, I don't really think he's made the case. Um, that he should get even more than what they offered him already. That he already turned down. Like I, and I feel like what they offered him was already too much. Simply because of the team's not gonna, the team's gonna suffer one way or the other if they pay him that much money. We we both we've discussed this before. If you don't have money to pay anything else, then you you've you've already priced yourself out of playoff contention. Oh yeah. Look, and that's not to say Lamar Jackson isn't playing generally. You know, generally he's been pretty good this season, but he hasn't elevated himself, in my opinion, anymore to say, "Hey, I'm worth more than that already obscene amount of money you, you offered me." No,
0: if anything, he's playing. He's he keeps every game like this. He keeps he keeps lowering the dollar amount.
2: Mm-hmm. He was sixteen of thirty two. That's not and- good
0: enough. Not the professional like, quarterback. Sure, he
2: was 254 yards, but so he was more than 10 yards a, 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 a completion. But what? Sure, that's that's in my eyes, that's the the ball is 10 yards of completion, and he was the team's leading rusher. Oh,
1: it shocker! Just, there.
2: This keeps this just hammers the point home. You don't have a running game. You you shouldn't be basically the, playing two positions. And it's the
0: Baltimore Ravens.
1: Yeah,
2: it's like the Baltimore
0: Ravens should have a running game
2: yeah that they exactly they should have a winning game and they should have a absolutely monstrous terrifying defense that is the Baltimore Ravens and we know what,
0: and what do they have right now Lamar Jackson and a kicker yeah what the Baltimore Ravens have everything else is just mm-hmm. there
2: mm-hmm. and and what's insane and I'll just we we this is the most insane part of this whole game is that Justin Tucker lines up for a 67-yard field goal, and not a single person thinks there's not a not a single person thinks that they're out of the game because that's Justin Tucker, and he damn near almost sunk it too. I I I, I didn't see the the, the angle that showed how short it was, but it it wasn't that it was on target. and It might have been half a yard shortfall, I know, but it was. It was not a – it was a cl- very, very close miss. It was almost as close as you can get o- outside of just bouncing off the crossbar. But my goodness, was it on target? Give him another shot at that. Oh, he probably – he'll, he,
0: he'll you'll get it. He, he'll sink it. Like if someone called timeout, he just mm-hmm. sunk the next one. Um, And, and that's just –
2: it's Justin Tucker. That what else is there to say about it? That man has literally nothing but ice in his veins. No. no, I think he went out to out to Pluto, harvested the coldest possible thing he could, have, and just shoved it everywhere inside of, of his his veins,
0: all the vein, all the arteries, everywhere. That's all this. Okay, stop talking about needle. You're gonna get me. Just no, just stop. <laughs> No, I'm not kidding. Like with me having as many needles as I've had over the years, we still talk about. Too much, I still feeling going into my elbow. (laughs) Fair. So, So, the Raiders beat the Seahawks, and and I don't. The Raiders, I don't care about, but the Seahawks are now six and five. Are we starting to see the Seahawks kind of fall off a little bit, or is it just kind of? Bottom line, should I be getting worried? It was just a minor dip, and we like. Everyone goes through, and we'll see them come back a little bit stronger <clears throat> as the season goes on. Or, or it's time to get a little bit concerned now. I, I think it's a a oh, I didn't
2: notice Kenneth Walker was back. Um, so that's that's nice to see. I, I didn't notice that. Um, I, I think this is a team that they because they they they're a year removed from. What was effectively the franchise quarterback? Um, and Gino is the guy going for we all. He they've already pretty much made that uh apparent and that they're working on extension. So, this is a team that's still trying to I- exactly figure out where they stand because they got they got to build from somewhere, right? They like they, they're obviously not going to be spectacular, uh, but they've been performing much better than anyone expected. Uh, and even six and five is still. At this point, I think better than what we would have expected them to be at. Um and, and they still only lost in overtime. And without having, you know, seen everything in the game, like Gino was twenty-seven to thirty-seven, three twenty-eight, like two touchdowns, interception.
0: That's not that's not a bad performance. No, it's not. And here's the thing, Josh Jacobs went off. Yeah, 32 no. carries, 229 <laughs> yards, two yeah. touchdowns. It's, if he doesn't go off, that's an entirely different game. Mm hmm. Like that was just, it,
2: that just happened to be a shootout and you just had to figure out who had the ball last. I mean, that's basically what it was. Um, and you it, that's just, you have those games. It doesn't matter how good of a team you are, those, those games, sometimes it just doesn't roll the right way. Yeah. And, and you make the wrong mistake. And again, six and five. That's still, for, for where this team was expected to be, that's pretty good. And you, you've already got confidence that you know where you're building from. Gino is, as as far as I'm still aware, still the gonna go
0: uh, the guy. I can't imagine that would have changed in two weeks. Yeah,
2: exactly and you, you just fill up a couple pieces and this team is back to the Seattle Seahawks form that we'll, we we we've known. Yeah. Yeah. And then you really start going, huh, see we didn't need you, Russell." Yeah, we were fine without you. Yeah. Look at that. It,
0: you know who would love to be 6 and 5 right about now. i let's end on the point, I'm sorry. No, no, I got none. Okay. The Green Bay Packers would love to be 6 and 5 right about now. Mm-hmm. They're 4 and 8. They just lost to the Eagles, who so now can clinch a playoff berth this weekend. Wow. And the Vikings can win the NFC North this weekend. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, the Packers lose to the Eagles. Is this more Packers bad or Eagles good? Um,
2: it, it's bad, man. I mean, I'm honestly surprised it was close, even this close. You knew both. Um, and I, at no point, even even seeing that, at no point did I want Green Bay to even win. Like this nope. was the I I, will, I
1: didn't so want last week, win either. This so. was
2: the one week where I genuinely did not care about my own uh tendencies to go for the underdog. I just wanted Green Bay to lose. I would have loved them to just be obliterated. Uh, but they got, they lost in their four and eight. So I'll take that. Um, and I don't lie when I say I took a little joy in seeing that Rogers met his rib. Uh, you don't want to see it happening. Wish everyone in the best. I'm not going to say I didn't go. Ha Very briefly. Very brief laugh <laughs> that, that came out when I saw that headline this morning. Oh, nice uh, the other night. Um, but yeah, uh, so, <clears throat> when the Packers continue to lose and Rogers keeps saying, "Hey guys, I'm the two time MVP," well, you're you're not going to time defending. Um, so, although yeah. the NFL
0: actually didn't end up changing, they announced a change to the, the voting of the MB- and the way the MVP is voted on. They might find a way to make you three <laughs> time NFL MVP. <laughs> Don't put it past
2: them. Your worst season of football, probably, in probably ever. Uh, here's the MVP. It's like, uh, what was it? Brian, the meme of Brian Cranston sneezing and getting a, 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 an Oscar. Uh, uh-huh. and then that's not to say anything bad about Brian Cranston. Love him as an actor. Uh, but now it's just Aaron Rodgers sneezes MVP uh, trophy. Yeah, here's the MVP trophy, man. Let's go. <laughs> it's like at, the, at this point, it'd be sh- throwing at his
0: head to shut him up. <laughs> This is going to be like SpongeBob, isn't it? The uh, uh, employee of the (laughs) month, where it's going to be such a shocker when there's someone not named.
2: The the, the minute he 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 loses, he throws a tantrum, cries, and then quits.
0: And then no Uh, more. Bye bye, Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. Bye bye. Say, all right, that'll take it. You knock on the Jeopardy. You're like, we have Ken Jennings now. We don't need you. (laughs) Okay, get out of here. Let's move on to week 13 of the NFL as we are now into December. We will be into December by the time this week starts. Uh, of course, Patriots and Bill are starting it. So let's talk about some of the games here. Uh, this might be the most entertaining game of the week, of on Sunday. Not just because it'll be a great game in terms of like two teams in the playoff front, but I, it, it, it interesting. Jags at the Lions.
1: Mm-hmm. Both
0: teams have played <clears> hard, <throat> and both teams have played close. And here's the thing, the Lions are two and four at home, and the Jags are one and four on the road. Someone's gonna win this game. They <laughs> could have a tie, but some of won the damn game.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be very interesting, and it's it's actually shocking how close these two teams are. Other than like. Uh, yards allowed uh, at least staring at the passing and rushing leaders and at least receiving leaders they you could switch the numbers around and they basically be the same for each player like Law, uh, Goff and Lawrence 256 of 385 oh, for, sorry Lawrence and Goff 232 of 364 for Goff 2655 and 2682 for Goff 16 and 6, 17 and 7 there's literally
0: no difference.
2: Rushing yards, Etn seven twenty eight and four touchdowns. Williams seven thirty four. Well, he has thirteen touchdowns because he's Williams. Um, but yards wise, again, just shows yards don't necessarily mean crap. Uh, because Williams has thirteen t- touchdowns. Um, he has one hundred seventy seven carries. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown sixty five rece- receptions, seven 7- hundred sixteen yards, four touchdowns. Christian Kirk fifty six rece- receptions. 725 yards, 7 touchdowns. Pretty much, throw those numbers in a blender, spit them out, and they're the right number.
0: (laughs) Yeah. With the exception of Williams and his 13 touchdowns. Uh. (laughs) Which is just incredible, considering it's the Detroit Lions. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, So, basically, on paper, these
0: teams are about as evenly matched as you could be. Well, let me ask this. Who has the advantage on Sunday? Hmm... Lions I'm, are coming off that close loss, but the Jaguars did win on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, I, I must say the fa- I, I must say Detroit has more the momentum. I mean, you had three straight, three
2: straight wins, right? And yeah. then you dang near knocked off the Buffalo Bills.
0: Uh, you're gonna that, give that. You're gonna give that more more credit that than you want the Jaguars beating the Ravens. Yep. Yeah.
1: Wow
2: yeah weekend yeah, apparently yeah. Is this I mean knocking off the Ravens hundred percent and definitely a but again, it was the Ravens just knowing how to blow leads fair whatever it was you know and that's again, the, the the Jaguars did what they needed to do and they did the ball they did the absolute ballsy move at the end to put it away, so they absolutely deserve credit, but I think the Lions have got more momentum coming into this game.
0: That, that's that's a fair statement.
2: Because they dang near have a four win streak, and one of them being against the Buffalo Bills.
0: That, that's a totally fair statement. I will give you that. This one should be a really, really good game, and I I this is the one I'm gonna get, and I'm pretty sure it's the game you're gonna get on Fox. Commanders at the Giants. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna be one where I'm gonna be like, I yeah. can't wait to watch this one. All
2: of a sudden, this is an interesting game, and then you look yeah. at it and go, wait a second, the Commanders have more wins than the. Patriots, but then I also realized that the Patriots have had their bye week. Uh, but I'm still it's, like, still in what, like, wait, what
0: world is this uh, okay? <laughs> so the Giants last year have <laughs> been like, okay, I'm going to go do literally anything else. Now it's like, hey, got the popcorn. It's like, wait a minute. This is actually a good game. Wow. Who has the advantage? Who do you like?
1: <sighs>
0: I, I'm saying give me Heineken. Yeah. That's how I'm going. I mean, give me screw the commanders, give me hotkey alone. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Yeah, But then again, it's lost to desperation time for New York. They come in kind of limping, they lost the Cowboys. <clears throat> it, it was every time to get your act together, it's now.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
2: I feel like it'll be it it should be a nice back and forth game. It really should. But I, I think I think when it comes to that, Heineke's got a way of just putting this team on his back and firing firing them up and just taking them where they need to go. I and I, I, and I just don't think Jones is, is the guy for that.
0: I can't disagree with that at all. Uh, I can't. I wish I could, but I can't. This one could mm-hmm. be an interesting game, but I don't think it will be. I'm going to say it just because I think it could be. Probably probably won't be. Titans at the Eagles. Hmm. I hate to say it, but give me Philadelphia. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think so.
0: Um.
2: I I can't really, I can't really think of a way that this goes otherwise. I mean, I honestly can't. No, it's not there. It's just not. I, I will want it to go otherwise. I'm back mm-hmm. to, to Tennessee. Please win. Um. But. They're they're a tougher challenge than any than basically anybody else has been. Uh, they should be a tougher challenge than basically anybody else has been. Uh,
0: save the commanders.
2: Save the commanders. But I,
0: I I don't know. It's kind of a hard one to pin down, yeah. honestly. Like now, if oh,
1: if,
2: if Tannehill's able to replicate his performance, his personal performance of the last couple of weeks, and then Henry's able to do more damage on the ground, then might we might be talking. Mm. Um, but if if Henry's not able to be as effective, if he, I think they both have to be playing their best at this moment. Oh yeah, I mean the whole teams have to be, but particularly Tannehill and Henry because Tannehill can put up the yards, Tannehill can get the, but they gotta they gotta get the end zone, they gotta get offensive touchdowns.
0: <sighs> <sighs> I should not be yawning, although I was up to like one o'clock last night doing that. <clears throat> Uh, thing so. Oh well. <sighs> Deshaun Watson's back this week. The Browns Oof. go to the Browns go to Houston. I don't give a damn about this game, but I want to know what to expect from Deshaun Watson this week. I. I don't. I have no idea. Um.
2: But I, I. I really just want. The, the absolute most hilarious outcome would just be he comes in and then Houston just finds somehow finds a way and obliterates him. Yes, me too. Uh, and then Brissett gets thrown back in. How many, uh, how many accusers did he have? Like 22, 26? Something, something in that line in, in the
0: Beach, high 20s. Houston Texans defense. Find a way to get 22 sacks <clears> on him. <throat> <laughs> for the love of God please <clears throat> find it in your heart to do that mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's the, the
2: the sad thing is the saddest thing is one he's even back but outside of the fact that he's back and that being the saddest thing the next saddest thing is Jacoby Brissett comes off beating Tom Brady and, and the immediately loses his job
0: and means the thing <clears throat> it- the Browns might be
2: bad this year, but it's not his fault. Yeah, it, it's not because Brissett is playing poorly. He is playing as well as as you could ask him to. He's generally being safe with the ball. He's he's been mostly mostly pretty efficient. He he's he is. Not been responsible for much of the team's loss outside of a couple uh, uh, bad situation. I mean, the New England game for him was yeah, probably his worst. That might actually have been his worst game. <clears throat> and but. he had three interceptions in that game, and he's only got six on the season. So, there you go. Eliminate the New England game and. Very damn good. Yeah. Very damn
0: good. I'm good. How about this one for us? a game that you probably wouldn't have picked before the years being good, but it, it, this is going to be an interesting one. Dolphins going across the country to the 49ers. Eight and three Dolphins leading the AFC East, going to the 49ers to the seven and four. Niners who again with Garoppolo, just keep winning. Mm-hmm. This, is just, this is one of those games where it's like, this is, this is a sneaky good game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the...
0: Um, I mean, the Niners will... Oh,
2: they did. They just, they're, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, they're basically in, in how they've been going with Garoppolo at the helm. I mean, they're just moving along. And uh, Garoppolo's been uh, quite efficient. He's only thrown, thrown four interceptions. I mean, that's.
0: Guy, win? Pretty good. Yeah. They're, I mean,
2: it- they they've gotten. I mean, they've clearly improved. I mean, it's they've clearly improved since McCaffrey showed up as well. So well, yeah. How could you not? Exactly. I mean, they I I still don't believe the initial hype of oh they're all of a sudden Super Bowl contenders, <laughs> but uh, dang it if McCaffrey ain't making sure they might be. <laughs> yeah, and and then that's helping Garoppolo, right? If. if, if You give him all that, and that opens up so many things. But just because of how versatile he is.
0: Mm -hmm. Last one here. Chiefs at the Bengals. Man, Cincinnati is going to be lit for this one.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I can't wait to see it. It's going to be very fun. I haven't, I, I, haven't checked the official, uh, like TV guide or the coverage map, but I'm going to assume I get Commanders Giants on Fox at one, and I know I'm going to get Chiefs Bengals at four at four twenty five on CBS. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good day Sunday. Yeah. Especially with no Patriots game <clears> to like stress you out, you can just sit there and watch it and like actually enjoy it. <laughs> That's when, it, that's when it's great, man. That's when it's great. Other games I'm not going to get into, Chargers, Raiders, Colts, Cowboys, Saints, Bucks. I don't give a damn about any of those games. <laughs> nope. Nope, not at all. <clears throat> so with that being said, I do believe that's our show for today. We'll be back next week to talk about, we only have a football game. We'll have the college football playoff committee, though. We'll have announced the playoff semifinal games. So we can break those down. We'll check out some of the other bowl games as they come in. And we'll see what games uh, pique our interest and what games we'll be trying to watch here over the bowl season. We're officially in the NFL college season. High school football state championships in West Virginia are this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So high school football <clears throat> coming to a close. College football coming. Hey, we still got some in February for the NFL. Like We're, we're, we're not anywhere near done you got a lot of football to still be playing in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it fun. So, for Darren, I am Lucas. This has been Season 3, Episode 16 of the Scientific Coaching Podcast. Darren, take us home. Adios, everybody.